Welcome to the Sports Events Entertainment Network, brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. I'm your host, Catherine Nero. In this podcast series, we'll introduce you to the Sports Events and Tourism Association, its partners across the country, and the great work they do together. Join us. Well, hello once again and welcome. I'm Catherine Nero, your host of Sports Events Entertainment Network, brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. And today we're talking with Greg Fonte from the Louisville Sports Commission. Greg, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thanks so much for having me. We're excited to be here and to be part of it. And uh, just appreciate you thinking of us. Well, for those not familiar with what you guys have been doing down there, tell us a little about yourself and a little about the Louisville Sports Commission. Well, sure. So the Louisville Sports Commission uh, is a nonprofit that was founded in 1999. Originally, we were uh, formed to be a um, uh, an organization that drove sports tourism to our community to work uh, in conjunction with our Convention and Visitors Bureau at the time, Louisville CBB, which is now Louisville Tourism. Um, and so we worked in the early years with Louisville Tourism in developing uh, a partnership of, of uh, identifying opportunities that matched the assets that we had in the community and to go out and try to fill those assets with inbound sports travel. Uh, we have we have since grown dramatically and uh, like any small organization, uh, our life cycle has changed and uh, we now are doing a lot more as it relates to the community itself and the local residents in the community. And so we still, you know, a big focus is still on inbound sports tourism, but I will tell you that there is just as much of uh, who we are and what we do that is about uh, improving quality of life for local residents through sport. And not only are you doing those things, you're you're earning accolades for doing those things. And we should point out that the Louisville Sports Commission was just recently honored by Sports ETA by winning the event or program impact of the year for the large market that that's over 500,000. And it was for the program called the Louisville Active and Kids Finish First. So tell us about that program, because this is exactly what you're talking about by getting back into the community. Absolutely. So uh, Louisville Active is, is an initiative. It's been around uh, now in some form for uh, the better part of the last, I, I would say, eight years, nine years. Um, uh, but it has really taken form and developed into uh, about three distinct initiatives that fall under our, uh, the Sports Commission's umbrella. Uh, and so it, it really is about getting local Louisvillians more active, more accountable for their daily step count. And we're doing that through several initiatives. Uh, some of it is the events that we own and operate uh, for people to be able to participate in. We have a great uh, Pure Tap 5K. We have a, a, a four miler that we do. We have the Urban Bourbon Half Marathon that we get good local participation in. Uh, the, the half marathon also is uh, designed to bring people in for the weekend as well. So it's meeting two sides of, of our mission uh, for us. Uh, but, but Louisville Active also has these components of helping kids in the marginalized areas of our community have more access to sport. And uh, when you look at big data, uh, it shows you that kids that participate at an early early stage of life um, in sporting activities, they are um, they do better in school, they perform better in the classroom, they are held more accountable so they can be on the field of play, 
They learn all of the benefits that we all know that participating in organized sports bring in, in working on a team, uh, learning to win, learning to lose, uh, setting goals, being held accountable. All of those things are, are no different than what your and my job are on a daily basis. Um, and so you instill that through the field of play. Kids don't really understand at the early age that they're learning those things, but they are learning them. And they wind up having a healthier, happier, more productive life. And so for us, we're trying to help kids in the marginalized section because sport has changed. It used to be that you went to your school and you played for your school team and basketball season came and went. And then the next thing was volleyball season would come and go and, and baseball season would come and go. And you were able to participate in a lot of sports, but with the proliferation of travel sport, competitive sport, all of a sudden kids aren't having the same opportunity. And so we're trying to provide those opportunities to kids in the marginalized area where the cost of participation is a barrier or the lack of equipment is a barrier, or quite frankly, sometimes the sport just doesn't take place in their neighborhood and they don't have access to it. So Louisville Active is doing all three of those things in our sports fund or playing it forward um, initiatives of Louisville Active. So Sports Fund, we, we provide grants to organizations that allow them to use those dollars to help pay for kids when they can't afford to participate. We don't want kids turned away. We wanna be able to help pay for their, whatever the cost is to participate, to have access to that sport. Um, playing it forward when kids don't have the right equipment. A lot of times it keeps them from wanting to play. And so we also collect gently used and new equipment and we get it into the hands of kids that don't have that equipment. And it's purely a pass through most of the time for us, over 9,000 pieces of sporting equipment we've gotten through the sports commission doors and then back out to kids in the marginalized areas of the community so they could have access. Uh, which is, is is a terrific. And then we've also uh, uh, put programming uh, youth volleyball in West Louisville. There was no youth volleyball taking place. We created a, a program that was taking place uh, at the Delta Center in West Louisville. We trained coaches to coach these young women and we were taking kids that were from seven years old all the way up to 16 years old in three different age groups for a six week period. And we put the programming in where they were getting the coaching, they were getting the, um, the, the lessons, and then they were playing competitive volleyball um, uh, by the end. And they all, they all got a volleyball to take home with them. And that just continues to repeat um, about three times a year at that facility and it continues to grow. So this is what you've just described there's so this is such a huge undertaking in so many different capacities what was it like to be recognized for at least some of those uh, by sports eta well it's it's validation it you know it's it's um it gives you uh credibility uh i, I came here directly from a meeting with one of our council people. Uh, I, I try to get around to, to all of our council members and Metro government to let them know 
the amount of work that we're doing in their individual council districts. And uh, to be able to walk in and, and, and show a council person, here is programming that the Sports Commission is helping produce. And not only are we producing it, it's being recognized at the national level that it's making a difference and it's a great program. So it's, it's great validation for us. It allows us to walk in and have uh, instant credibility when we begin to want to talk to our, our government officials, our, our facility owners, to be able to walk into a facility and say, look, these kids, they need the access and we can't be charging the same type of, of market rate for your facility um, for these kids as you are for an organization that's for-profit that wants to use your facility um, uh, for kids that have the means. So it's, it's a difference maker. That's interesting, especially, you know, the creativity involved in in working it from a tourism angle, but also from a community benefit angle. It kind of proves like looking at something in a different way could benefit both sides. I think that's the unique thing about our organization. I would love to tell you that it was because of great planning in the early days, but um, I, I will tell you that being a standalone 501c3 not-for-profit that started and cut our teeth on tourism, but uh, quickly began to realize that we could be making a difference in our community. It allows us to be different than a lot of the other sports initiatives out in the marketplace that are only tourism based. We really are rolling up our shirt sleeves to make a difference in our community through sport. And as long as we continue to help Louisville tourism hit their goals in the inbound sports tourism, heads in bed, selling those room nights, uh, which by the way is Sports is now the largest single market segment for Louisville tourism. Uh, this last year, we just finished with a little over 215,000 new booked room nights uh, for the destination uh, moving forward. So as long as we're hitting those marks, we're able as a team to really focus on where can we go make a difference in the community? And, and we're doing that. Do you have advice for other sports commissions or uh, organizations looking to do something similar to what you've done with uh, kind of the both sides of the coin? Well, we spend a lot of time on the phone with our counterparts. Um, we are, uh, you know, the one thing I love about our industry is uh, we are very collaborative. Uh, we do work together um, as an industry. We don't compete for every every single piece of business that's out there. And so uh, we are always, especially in these um, initiatives that are making a difference in our community. I, I want I want Dave Gilbert in Cleveland to be able to implement the same type of programming. Mm -hmm. if, if this makes sense for people like Dave in, in Cleveland or, or Jennifer Hawkins in Pittsburgh or, you know, Linda Logan in Columbus, you know, all of our counterparts that we find ourselves competing with on the inbound tourism side of it, they all have their own local initiatives and we're willing to share all of it. We believe that Louisville Active can be replicated and can be scaled across this country with the right organizations. If, if we can just have the time to sit down and show them what we're doing, explain how we're doing it um, and, and really make a big difference for kids in marginalized parts of, of every city because they're there and they want the same access. They're hungry to have something to be involved in. And, and you see it in their faces when you bring something to them and you tell them, you're gonna be able to compete for the next six weeks in volleyball and you're gonna learn from some of the best instructors and it's not gonna cost you or your family anything but your time. 
with so much success that you've already had, what what can we expect in the next couple of years from the Louisville Sports Commission? Well, we're going to continue to grow our owned and operated event portfolio. Um, we're going to continue to work on improving the facilities in our community that where we're deficient. You know, it's 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 an arms race in sports tourism. It's all about venue first. And so you don't even get to the table to have the conversation if you don't have the right facility. And we know where we're deficient. We don't have a youth baseball uh, complex, a youth softball complex, a flat field sports complex. So we're constantly chirping in the ears of our local politicians, uh, the, the mayor's office, uh, all of the city council people, um, uh, the, the folks that work in those individual sports about helping us find the right mix public-private partnerships mm -hmm. to, to address those issues. So we're going to be working hard to, to, to build new facilities so we can uh, penetrate the market in, in those areas. Uh, we will continue to grow Louisville Active in all of its divisions. Uh, we believe that it has huge growth opportunity and we think we're just scratching the surface of what it can be. So we will be working hard in that space. And, and hopefully we'll add a few more owned and operated events. Um, we have nine currently, and I'm hoping in the next two or three years that uh, that nine grows to, you know, 11 or 12 uh, owned and operated events that are throwing off uh, financial resources for us to invest right back into our organization and into all of the programming that we do so we can continue to grow. Well, we look forward to hearing more from you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Greg Fonte from the Louisville Sports Commission. Thanks so much. Thanks, Catherine. I appreciate your time today. And we thank you guys for listening and watching as well. Uh, join us next time. Until then, I'm Catherine Nero, your host of the Sports Events Entertainment Network, and we'll see you next time.